0: Go Japan
1: What's up, faders? Welcome to yet another action packed episode of Got Faded Japan. I am your host, Johnny. And I'm Tom
0: Tom Tokyo.
1: That's right. And as you find folks know, Got Faded Japan is about two dudes, booze, Japan in the news. That's right. And speaking of booze, what are you drinking, Tommy?
0: Uh, I'm finishing up the shochu and then I'm going to crack into a bottle of whiskey that I had o- left over from, uh, actually New Year's. Ooh, that's a deadly combination. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm, and you were asking about this earlier. I'm going it straight up, straight, straight up, straight, dude. ain't no fucking mixing here. You're not yeah, straight up, not mixing
1: the drinks. You're not nope. mixing the shochu nope. with the whiskey. That, that shit is staying separate. That'd be weird, dude. So no, I don't know. I've never tried it. I barred 10 for five years, and I never mixed shochu and whiskey. Then again, shochu is like vodka. So mixing vodka yeah. and whiskey, that's that's pretty nasty. That's gnarl, dude. That's gnarl. Only bikers do that shit. Oh, man. But speaking yeah, it's, of...
0: It's, it's, you, know what you know what it sounds, sounds like? It sounds like a three wise men. You've had a three wise men, right? That's like you know one of those shots you do on a dare. What the fuck's a
1: three wise man?
0: What kind of a bar did you go to to learn
1: that drink? Is it sacrilegious? Oh, you never had...
0: Three wise men. It's a shot of, in equal parts, Jim, Jack, and Jose, the three wise men. That is pretty fucking awesome. <laughs> oh,
1: my God. How come I don't know about <laughs> You've that? You've <laughs> never heard that? No. Oh, dude. shit. Listen, listen. When I was in college, I went to art school. I didn't go to a real college with like fraternities and shit where they had like that. They're like in the movie Animal House with John Belushi and shit. No, that, no, I didn't go to that, man. I went to an art school with a bunch of intellectual losers. that now work at Dairy Queen.
0: like to fucking tattoo each other.
1: (laughs) No, that didn't happen. Well, maybe it did. I don't know. A lot of weird shit happens in art school. Art school is on a whole different level of fucked up than normal schools, all right? Right. People do I'll some weird, freaky it. shit in art school, man. you know, like, you know, in normal colleges, people experiment a little bit, you know, to find themselves. Dude, art school students are on a fucking different level. Imagine all the weirdos in your high school, and like all the weirdos that went to art school. You know, the quiet people, the goth people, the people that cut themselves and shit, the people that drink bleach. All those fucking people go to art school and shit. Most of them, ninety nine percent of them, don't make them make it. Myself included. But the thing is, they all go there and they do weird twisted shit trying to be the most craziest Andy Warhol-esque like artist that they can be and man I swear to god a lot of weird shit happens in art school especially in San Francisco I've seen some fucked up shit dude it's like it's like you know when you talk to your uncle about Nam you're like dude uncle I'm not gonna say his name but tell me about Nam he's like man Nam and then he starts telling you stories dude going to art school in San Francisco is not the equivalent but it's close dude I've got some stories.
0: I imagine you do, man.
1: Yeah. Oh, man, art school. Yeah, fucking good times. What are you drinking? What am I drinking? Oh, Yeah. Uh, I recently saw, or re-saw, of course, the Big Lebowski. So in honor of the dude, I am drinking a White Russian, and I make my White Russian strong, man. There's a lot of vodka in this one.
0: That's cool, man. I I like White Russians. I haven't had one in a very, very long time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You
1: got to make them just right, though. You got to be able to taste the vodka. Most people make White Russians where you can't taste the vodka. But me, I like vodka. I mean, I'm not a big fan of vodka, but I like it in my drink. When I have a vodka drink, I want to taste the vodka, right? So I make my White Russians with just the proper amount of vodka. Not too much, but just enough where you can taste it.
0: I thought I thought white Russian is supposed to be like equal equal part one thirds for all the ingredients
1: not the way I make them
0: he's mixing them strong
1: oh yeah hell yeah dude I mean dude it's a white Russian okay it's a vodka based drink it's from Russia for God's sake did you know fifty percent of all the deaths are alcohol related in Russia
0: yeah I know because like it's it's fucking cold and it sucks there and there's nothing else to do but fucking drinking it shit faced.
1: But fucking drinking shit faced. Nah, nah that's a weird combination. <laughs> Maybe I've had too much of a white Russian.
0: Mm. Yeah man, you, you, were you were you overdoing it there a little bit for the pregame?
1: Uh, yeah, and uh, you should be too. Anyway, speaking <laughs> of game, let's get the game on, dude. All right, Tom. Before we get, well, before we get into the news, I want to talk to you about something. Recently, I read on the Facebooks that uh, you are having uh, employment issues, and I, I don't want to, I don't want to get too deep into your business, but uh, what happened and what did you do? Or no, 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 what did you do and then what happened?
0: <laughs> All right. Okay, so. <clears throat> Yeah, man. I think th- I think people deserve to know about this. So, like, uh, I think I think I mentioned it before. In January, at the beginning of January, I started a new job. Is for half agencies, the company. Half agencies. Like, just think... <laughs> uh It's actually not. It's H A F, not the half as in half kids, but like H A F Haneda Anime Festival. So it's it's all but it's all a bunch of fucking anime geeks to be honest. Oh, cool. Yeah. Which yeah, I was pretty cool with that, you know, because I, I like anime. I haven't like I don't watch like a ton of it anymore, but I used to. And but I I still think it's nice and all. I'm I'm done with anime. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Anime so anyway, I started I started working with them, and like, how do you say like? I start working with them, and at first it goes really really good because like I go in there, I'm the oldest like of of the staff, like I'm the oldest person in there, and also like I have by far the most experience as an English teacher. So I'm like so immediately they they're like they were like they're kind of kissing my ass and they're like we we are thinking about making you for like the the head English teacher and blah 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 you just have to get through your prom, uh uh what is it like probation period which is only 6 months. I'm just like yeah that sounds awesome. So anyway Ooh, I, I go, go in say, there my-
1: 6 months of being on probation Yeah. That is pretty fucking long to be on probation, dude.
0: I know no shit, right? That 6 so, months yeah, is pretty long. Yeah, so, yeah, well, th- this this will become, you're, you're right, it is pretty long, so this this will become important later on in the story. Oh, sorry. So, like, six months probation, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but anyway, so I, I go up there, and they, they, they like, keep trying to assign me classes, but there's no work to be done, so literally, like, literally, like, I was hired as an English teacher, and they don't have any classes to give me, so I literally get paid to go to the fucking office, and, like, just, like, they don't have it, like, for the first couple of days, they had, like, no idea what to do with me, because they're like, oh, everybody's got office work, blah, blah, blah. And then, and then they're like, Oh, make a lesson plan and show us how you teach. I was like, sure, boom, done. Five minutes later. And they are they're like, What? And I was like, No, I have lesson plans. I'm like a career English teacher. So here's a fucking lesson plan. I'll show you how it's done. And then they're like, Oh, okay. This is like, oh, that's really good. We like it. Uh I was like, you know what? I got a lot of lesson plans that like, you know, are old, need some updates and blah, blah, blah. And I'll just I'll just fucking do that. Is that cool? Yes. So for months on end, all I'm doing is going to the fucking office and doing that, and maybe some other paperwork. So like, no, no classes. No, they, they keep telling me maybe we've got this. Oh nope, sorry, that didn't work out. Maybe we got this. Nothing. But I don't give a shit because it's a fucking paycheck. I'll, I'll fucking show up for my nine to five and do that. So you're basically right?
1: doing nothing
0: so, every day. Uh, I, w- I wouldn't say I was doing nothing. I mean, I was like actually make. I was doing my part. Like they said, make lesson plans. I sat there and fucking made lesson plans i was in my own little world and like it's not bad to be honest i be honest that was almost kind of an ideal situation for me because like i would it's, it's not boring but it's not super exciting but it's like how do you say if you've got to go to go to work and do something for eight hours a day it, it was like just enough like stimulus and like just enough like how do you say it wasn't too boring it didn't like drive me crazy but at the same time it's also something to do so it keeps me occupied so it was, okay. it was a good balance where i was exerting myself but like you know i was like at the time you know at the same time like i was still like fulfilling my role as an employee and doing blah 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 okay so it was a good balance it's like you know no stress none of that just go in there blah 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 the computer blah bloody blah that's it gotcha yeah so we started having i started having problems maybe like February because uh, or sorry at the end of February the end of February rolls around and this is this is how J- Japanese system works right so you get a job you work for a month and they pay you the, the following month that's just how it works in Japan that's like every fucking job right sure so, yeah so anyway so like they pay th- th- this is kind of shitty but they pay on the last fucking day of the of the fucking month which is fucking bullshit but whatever like fine I've got some savings fine you know I gotta go two months there so anyway february rolls around and like it's friday and like just like right after i've left the office we get an email i'm going really sorry there was a problem with the payroll paychecks are going to be late but don't worry we'll have it soon and i go eh whatever you know it's no fucking big deal so i just go off and have my weekend and party and whatever fine and then we get back in the office and like it's not, it's not been paid. It's not been paid. It's not been paid. It's not been paid. And this keeps, this keeps going on and on and on. Wait, and for keep, like is For how long? Yeah. yeah, so we were supposed to be paid on what, like the last uh, day of the month was, uh, I think this year's leap year it was like February 29th. That did not happen. Okay, so, so you didn't get paid. Yeah. So how long
1: was it until you got paid? Did you get paid like a week later, two weeks later?
0: Probably about five weeks Five or six, actually. Now that I think about it.
1: So, for yeah. your first months, for your first month of work, you didn't get paid until two months later. So your first paycheck was about a month late.
0: Yeah. Okay, it was more bad. than a month late, dude.
1: Wait, was that yeah, just that's you? Fucking bad. Okay, was that just you no, or was, all
0: the other employees? It was everybody. Oh shit! I shit you not. I, sh- I shit you not. And like, this is what they did. So. This has never happened to me, dude. Again, I, I'm going to explain this. I'm a fucking veteran of the system here in Japan. Like, I've been here for 16 years, and I've never had an employer pay me late. Not once, ever. I've had companies try and fuck me around and try and dick me on wages, but I've never had them be late. Not once.
1: Yeah, they're pretty good with math
0: here. Uh-oh. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. It's, it's, and also, like, it's Japan. They're organized. They get shit done. That's just, like, that's just how, how they roll. True. So yeah so like okay on top of all this so like everyone's kind of going wait a second so anyway so after that basically the fucking like you know the boss will come in and explain oh yeah we're really sorry about this we're you know how ha- we're having problems and blah 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 don't worry don't worry it's going to be soon there's like week after week they just keep like coming in and giving us the same fucking bullshit excuse and finally, like after like a couple weeks, they go, look, uh, we're really sorry. Uh, we didn't get enough classes. We don't have anybody like, you know, we, you know, people aren't teaching and making the company money. So uh, we don't have money. It's like, OK, when's this going to be paid? And they're like, "Oh, don't wor- don't worry about it. We have like this is, this is some of the fucking like explanations are fucking pathetic and stupid, but this is a, this is what they said. So, and like, one, one guy comes in, like, he's just like this big-time famous musician and blah, 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 loving love and tambourine, and he's a fucking dick, I'll get to that later, but, like, don't listen to the music, they fucking suck anyway, fucking hippies. But, uh, he comes in, and he goes, he goes, ah, oh, oh, don't worry about it, he goes, I swear, he's like, dude, I'm loaded, I've got, like, four million in the bank, and blah, 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 it's just like, you know, my money's just tied up in investments abroad, and I'm just getting it back, and blah, 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 and I'm like, this sounds like a bullshit story, like, seriously, but like, so they had like they said there's four paths that we're gonna take, and whichever one you know pays up first, we'll we'll get we'll get you your paycheck. But they said like they went to two different like loan companies to get like a loan to pay everybody, and they went to the bank, you know, the bank bank, and like this dude's money was supposed to be coming in from abroad, and like, here's the thing about all this bullshit. I looked into th- these guys are just like fucking morons. I think they just assumed everybody there's there like a first time, you know, like not been in Japan very long. And didn't know the system, didn't know how things were. This does not fucking apply to me who's been a veteran of the fucking system. So like I was I've been there and like I have contacts with banks with some of these fucking companies. I can check on this. Like everything like they, they were saying was fucking horseshit because the process for like, you know, transfer money in abroad or get a loan from the bank or, or any of these companies is a week or two tops. Is this like, before keep in mind, this is Is this before the Rona or after? Um, Rona was going on like the pink elephant was going on. But like, how do you say this? It didn't get it didn't start getting really bad until like, you know, a month ago. Okay.
1: okay. You know I'm so this yeah. is like before started- like the shit went down. Okay. Gotcha.
0: I get you. I, I get you. This will also become important later in the story. But essentially what, what they've, what they've done is like, I understand it. It was bad. Like, you know, it's caused problems for a lot of people, including me, obviously. And I'm not trying to fucking downplay that, but we're talking about they were pulling this bullshit all the way back in February before things were actually fucking bad. OK, yeah. And the, and, the, and, the, and yeah, the, and again, they've continued to use it as a fucking excuse. Well, it's, it's not our fault. You know, coronavirus and blah, blah, blah. Non-stops. So this is pretty fucking pathetic.
1: So basically, they weren't paying people because they mismanaged their company or their finances or maybe all the above. And so how, how many employees were not getting paid? Was it like 50?
0: A mm, hundred? Uh, I'd say about 20.
1: 20? Okay. So, and they're all yeah. foreign. They're not Japanese people, right?
0: Uh, yeah. With with uh, one or two exceptions, yeah, they're all foreign.
1: Okay. And and, know, wait, wait, know, wait, wait, wait. Were they sponsoring anybody's
0: visa? Yep, they were sponsoring visas. Okay. This is okay, the most serious, fucking then. insane. Yeah, this is the most insane thing. While all this bullshit is going on, they're continuing to do interviews. They're still going through like interview process. And I'm talking like, I'm not, I'm not talking every day, but like, you know, a couple times a week you hear somebody coming into the conference room and you, you know, the, you know, the HR department would go in there and interview them and what else? Oh, also they're, they're, they're doing like interviews. Cause it's an open office. Like you hear people, they're in, interviewing people abroad whose visas they're going to sponsored on fucking, you know, they're interviewing on Skype. Like, This isn't one of the most insane things I've ever seen. It's like this company, like you can't even fucking pay the employees you have and you want to hire more. What the fuck is wrong with you? This is like the most piss poor, idiotic management I've ever seen. No, it's actually genius, Tom. Think
1: about this. They bring people over. To live in Japan. So these people come over here on their own dime and then they they don't know anything about the Japanese system. They can't speak Japanese, can't read Japanese. They come here, they start working for two, three months for free. And then the company's like, oh, we don't have any money. We're sorry. It's because A, B, and C. So we're going to have to let you go. And then the next day, there's a new person working in that person's spot. So they have this this, this cycle of just new people coming in and working for free. Dude, these guys are fucking smart as shit, dude. If I had a business and no soul, I would totally do this.
0: You know, the, actually, yeah, you, you just mentioned this is like, you know, this is a theory of mine. I think that's exactly what they're doing. I think that they, they, they probably do this like, you know, once a year or maybe once every couple months or whatever on purpose, just basically see who, who will bend over and take it.
1: And, and Tom like, man, doesn't I didn't bend know.
0: over and take it. <laughs> so what nah, happened? I mean, nah, I didn't. I mean, I took I took it for a little bit, and after a certain point, I got to the point where I was like, nah, man, because we're having meetings. Uh, what was it back in March about not getting paid in February? And I was like, yo. Then they kept when they kept assuring us we we're going to get paid on time. And I was like, yeah, 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 I want that paycheck, obviously. But what about the next paycheck? They're like, oh yeah, yeah, no problem, man. That's going to be like fucking paid you know, on time as well. Don't worry about it. We swear, blah, blah, blah. And, like, that one was fucking late, too. That was a week and a half late, which That's is bad. That's not that bad, like, so, <laughs> Compared to a month, hey, at least they're getting yeah. better.
1: <laughs>
0: at least you're getting paid. So, yeah. But, like, I... Okay, so, yeah, they're shitheads, but, like, you have no idea what this is fucking doing to me. Because, like, remember, I gotta come home to my fucking wife and, like this is, I might've screwed up a little bit this like when this initially happened, I figured, you know, it's just a little hiccup. I'll get paid eventually. So I was kind of like, how do you say, since my wife does like, takes care of the bills and everything, I just come home. I give her like my share of like, you know, the fucking, you know, fucking rent, childcare, et cetera, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. And I just hand it to her and she, she takes care of it. Right. So I you was kind of bad putting with numbers. Off. Yeah, no, no. But I, I was I, like, I was kind of putting that off cause I hadn't been paid yet. And like, I don't want to do it. I mean, I felt like a shitty person because I don't like feel. I don't like hiding stuff from my wife. But I figured it was just a fucking hiccup, I didn't want to worry her. Point? So I kind Wait, of did kept you just get it married up or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I just. I just kept telling her. Oh, I forgot to stop by the UTM or whatever fucking bullshit. And then, like, finally, like, after maybe, like, a week or week and a half, I finally came clean. She's like, what the fuck? And she's like, oh, but don't worry about it. Like, you know, they'll, they'll probably be paid. Because Japanese companies... She told me this. Japanese companies always fucking pay you in the end. And I was like, hey. Okay. So, on top of this fucking bullshit... and Oh, and another thing is, like, I was, like, booked to work a 9-to-5 job. Period. All of a sudden... They want me to fucking teach on Sunday. So I taught t- two classes on Sunday. And I know you know this because, like, I remember you called me up, like, one of these days, and like, you know, after lunchtime or something. You're like, "Yeah, oh, what are you doing? I was like, oh, I'm walking to work. And you're just like "On on Sunday? I was like, yeah.
1: Yeah, that sucks, so,
0: dude. Yeah, so, th- so not only that, not only did they fucking basically do all this bullshit, pay me late, and they got me to work on two fucking Sundays to go in and teach classes on my fucking day off, which I, I was supposed to be compensated for but was not –
1: But at least it's pay and a half, though, right? That you didn't get paid for.
0: No, it's a straight salary, dude. So, like, that was, was essentially chalked up to unpaid overtime. I still went back to work on Monday and worked all the way until Friday. I got nothing for it. So, working on Sunday, you didn't get paid for working on Sunday? Fuck. No. Damn. No, they said it was part of the job. Blah blah, and like this is when I finally after the, so I let, I let this go, and I was like I was getting pissed, and I I, I was seriously just telling me you know what shove it I'm not working on Sunday. They came back to me and whined said well the class is really close close to you and like it's only a two hour class and I'm like yeah but it's on a fucking Sunday which is outside of what I agreed to do initially and you're not getting paid so anyway, for it. yeah no shit right and so you're on like, probation
1: but I, but I, so you have to say yes.
0: Yeah, I was like, uh, yeah, but I, I was getting to the point where I was like, I was, I was gonna tell him to shove it mm-hmm. and say, nah, doing it. Sorry, fucking. You want me to, you want me to work, peck and pay me. But like, my wife actually convinced me to go. So like, I did wind up doing that. Now I wish I fucking would have known I just, I just should have told him to shove it from the beginning. So you did not get paid for working on Sunday. Nah,
1: God, nah. This damn. is. This is... That's just pro know, bono. But... That's just pro bono work. So he's just show up like, Hi, I'm not getting paid for this. So you're going to get a dick in the ass job. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man. That sucks. All right. All right. So, what is the aftermath?
0: So, yeah, so all this fucking goes through. And finally, like, I think I told you at the beginning of the week, we worked a, worked a couple of days and they just sent us home because of the coronavirus and blah, blah, blah. So they're sending us home and they're evoking a fucking clause that says, since there's no work to be done because of the coronavirus, like, we're only getting 60% of our wages. So I, I was sent home for a fucking wait, wait, week. hold on. And, like, Let I me do the
1: math. Let me do the math. So you're getting 60% of your wages and you got paid zero. So that means you got paid nothing.
0: Yeah. No, I, I eventually did get paid, man, but it was just way the fuck late, dude. I got two paychecks, like, uh, earlier in the month. It's just way fucking late, which oh. is pathetic. So, anyway, so after all this fucking bullshit, so, like, I complained and, like, about, new, not not just this, another thing. Like, one of the managers was a fucking bitch. She, like, ripped into me and and, and other people for no fucking reason. And like again, I didn't. I, I can't fucking... even imagine
1: that happening to you. <laughs> Ripped into you for no reason. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think you probably pushed a couple of buttons somewhere along the line. <laughs> if I know Tom. <laughs> but anyway, okay. She she kind of one of the managers fucked with you a little bit. You know, she she did a little grab ass. She
0: got pissed, and one thing led to another. And and the fucking manager there. So I talked to her, and she goes, "Okay, okay, okay." Like I'll I'll I'll, I'll like you will have a meeting with a big boss and blah, blah, blah. And like, I was under the impression like that they were sorry and they were going to compensate me and give me some extra stuff. And like, you know, it was going to be a bonus. So they just like literally just fucking called me in the office on Monday and they go, yeah, you're fired.
1: Wow, dude, you got fired during a pandemic. Dude, that yeah. is just satanic, man. In the bad way, we're not gonna, in the we're good way. to fire
0: you. We're gonna fire you and not only that we're gonna get we're only gonna pay you sixty percent of the last like you know of of your wages because like that's the legally the bare minimum that the law will like allow us to fucking do okay, so
1: you got fired oh, well, you were on probation for six months. I mean God that that's a long time to be on probation, dude let's be honest, man. I mean, being on probation is usually like one month tops. I mean, because if if you're on probation for one month, you pretty much know what kind of like a work you have within the first like two weeks. Right. So if you hire somebody and if they're on probation after one week, you're like, all right, this guy's a pretty good guy. They're a hard worker. They're they're dependable. You know, they're competent. You know, we can trust this guy. But I mean, after like two weeks, you really know how a person works, especially in uh, the industry in which you're working in. So I think six months is just basically it gives them leeway to fire anybody. You know, because I mean, if you just fuck up like once within like three months or four months, or let's say you have a bad day or something and something happens or some shit, like five months deep, dude, they they could be like, "Oh yeah, uh, remember you're still on probation, so bye bye, bitches," and they just fucking fire you, man.
0: Yeah, so like, yeah, it was it was like so fucking pathetic, and like I hadn't done anything wrong, so they're trying to make up bullshit excuses. And they're like, and I'm like, no, you're just pissed because uh, you fire you firing me because I fucking complain. And I just straight told him, you're fucking assholes. Like I'm fucking forty years old. I was gonna do this seriously as a career. That's all I fucking wanted. Now you're gonna take this away and fuck with me. Just so when I got a five month year old, sorry, sorry five month old son to fucking take care of. After all the other bullshit, you are sorry about this. Like no, you're not. If you were just sorry, if you were kind of decent person, you would have fixed it. Then they tried to turn it back at me and said, "Well, uh, the students didn't like the class you taught." And I was like, "Bullshit." Hmm. That class was fucking And That was great. I did the whole fucking curriculum for that, everything. That class and class was good. I know, dude. I've been at this like fucking long enough and they the, and here's the funny thing. Like the vice president goes to me, he's like, well, we understand that you've got a like, you know, style. And we think your style is good. It's just that your style is not what you're looking for, what, we're, what the company is looking for. I'm like, okay, really? So what's my style? Like, what's wrong with my style? And then he couldn't fucking answer because, you know, he's just making this bullshit. Well, you know, uh, 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 it's just not what we're looking for. I'm like, okay. It's like, well, since your style is different from what the company wants, don't you think it's better if we just go our separate ways? I'm like, no, dumbass. If if there was a problem with anything I was doing, it should have been brought to me and I would have been fixed. That's on you, not on me, fucking asshole. Tom. Tom.
1: Yeah. Haven't you seen the movie Fight Club? Mm. There's only one real way. To quit a job. Or to get fired from a job. Okay? What am I talking about? What am I talking about?
0: Oh, where you like, yeah, the guy just starts fucking punching himself in the face.
1: Uh Uh-huh. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Exactly. And what happened in
1: the end? What happened in the end for that guy?
0: He fucking blew up a bunch of buildings, didn't he?
1: Well, yeah, that, that eventually did lead to that. But, however, before he started his own Fight Club cult and blew up a bunch of buildings and whatever, but before that, though, when he beat himself up in his boss's office, well, right before or during when he was getting fired and stuff, that guy walked out of that building with a fucking retirement plan. He had a pension. He got fucking, like, six months worth of pay. And plus, like, he had, like, medical benefits for, like, another six months on top of that and shit. That guy walked out of there with a fucking, well, or. A bruised up face, a fucking broken rib, but he walked out of that place with a fucking trophy. A golden trophy at that, Tom. So you should watch Fight Club one more time. The next time you get a job, you gotta watch Fight Club because you're gonna get fired. If you're gonna get fired, Tom, you gotta get fired in style, man. You gotta walk out of that bitch with fucking gold in your pockets and a smile on your face. That's what I'm saying. Take it from Johnny and take it from
0: Fight Club. Well, OK, this like there has been other times where I've got into it with an employer when I, and I and I've quit in a spectacular way. Maybe I'll tell those stories another time. But like for now, this is an, one, one last thing before I end this fucking story up. Mm. So when I was there, when after they fired me, they, they kept shoving pieces of paper in my face and saying, you can sign this. W- why do I need to sign this? Because we need it. And I said, like, I looked at him. I was like, bitch. I got needs too. You know what I need? I need a fucking job and an employer that doesn't fucking lie to me and be late with the paycheck. So no, I'm not signing that. They're like, No, no, it's just like standard legal stuff. I'm like, I am not signing your bullshit because like, I, I know what, I know how these companies operate. If you ever get into it in, with an employer in Japan and they just shove something in front of you and say like, sign it, don't because you know, essentially what it is, is like, essentially you're signing like uh a sheet that says, like, they took disciplinary action against you because you fucked up in the workplace and they're documenting it. So that you're giving them ammunition to use against you later. So I was like, nah, I ain't saying shit. Smart, like, dude. Whoa. This yeah, and, and aggression and, 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 will <laughs> not stand. Well, that's a good quote from... You. Uh-huh, what? Yeah. And fucking guilt you and say, well, you have to sign it. I'm like, no, I fucking don't. Are you shitting me? I'm like, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to go to the government office. I'm going to talk with them about this situation. And I'm going to be advised of my legal rights. Until then, fuck you. I'm not saying shit. Well, good job, dude. Yep. This aggression will not stand.
1: Okay. There you go, Tom. Well, so pretty much you're unemployed at the moment and you're going to get 60% of your next paycheck, which is pretty much zero. Um, What are you going to do now? What is your next move?
0: Well, I already I already went to the government office and we're discussing options like uh, actually like the government's like I might be able to get some aid and the government might be might be able to put pressure on them to give me a little bit more. Good. And I might good. be able to. Get unemployment. Yeah. OK. Yeah. So th- th- maybe like some r- light at the end of the tunnel. We'll see. Like how do you say like the only problem is like I've done that already and I, I went there on Tuesday and like. I just got a, a call back from them on Friday. Or Friday to Sorry, I got an email from them to discuss some of the options, and then I have to talk with him again on Tuesday because, like, they're there's it's really slow going because there's limited staff because people, are, you know, not that many people are going to work right now. Yeah, so a problem. Uh, yeah, I might be able to get some assistance, and this might maybe kind of blow over, and maybe like you know, if the fucking pink elephant goes away, I might be able to find another job. So I don't know. We'll see. Until then, like I said, um, uh, me and my wife is staying at home, chilling, watching Netflix, uh, cooking, and saving money. And that's about it.
1: Well, Tom, we do have a Patreon. (laughs) <laughs> yes, we do.
0: Uh,
1: well alright well we'll see what we can do with that but um, yeah dude Um, geez man well okay well you're an English teacher and uh, used to be a DJ which means you can get back into that business and you do know the club scene dude maybe you could be a stripper or a dancer you know like what like 30% of all the fucking international people in Japan left because of the coronavirus maybe even more at this point and shit so I mean there's probably a big space for you, I mean, you're a big guy, big guy, big space for like maybe uh international stripping after yeah, the coronavirus, go, right? or maybe you could do it now. You just gotta wear a mask.
0: Yeah, there, there you go.
1: Hey, there's yeah, a lot of people in the chubby people.
0: Yeah, remember that old fucking Simpsons episode where like fucking, ah, uh, what is it? Like Marge is talking to like Bart's, like, uh fucking counselor and everything is like oh he's you know got a bad attitude if he doesn't get his shit together he's gonna there's no there's no telling how low he could sink and it shows him in like a uh, a strip club and he's like a stripper and he gets up there he's all fat he's got like the homer's beer gun and everything he's walking around with two pistols going bang bang i'm bang bang bart yo and all the women are just disgusted they're like Ew, you're fat and he's just like the more there is to, uh so what is it like you know after a lady calls it fat he goes yeah the more the the more me there is to love, baby. Okay, well, that's kind of
1: like a window into your future. All right, Tom. Well, <laughs> all right. I think we need to take a break because I need to replenish my uh, White Russian.
0: <laughs> sure man uh i i, I just uh, knocked off the last of the you and so uh yeah i just uh poured myself a glass of whiskey
1: oh fuck yeah uh, dude you're catching up fucking about time dude all right well obviously you're not a golfer so what we're gonna do feeders we're gonna take a little break and after the break we're going to get into the news and we've got a lot of great news right now so uh tom you ready to take a break
0: oh yeah we can take a break man i'm cool with that
1: If you're gonna get your fade on, you gotta get your fade on in style. and That's why I use Ghost Town Pomade. Ghost Town Pomade is the number one badass pomade, and I practice what I preach. When I leave this house, if I'm not wearing a hat, if I'm not wearing a lid, I'm wearing Ghost Town Pomade in my hair. This stuff is amazing. It smells good, it looks good, and it feels good. Ghost Town Pomade, badass pomade. And let me tell you one thing, it comes in a lid. they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors, located comfortably in Asagaya, about five-minute walk from the station. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? Got Faded Japan has got a new sponsor. Our new sponsor is Gamuso Bar, located in Asagaya, Tokyo. If you're kicking it in Tokyo and you want to get your groove on, get your fade on, you better get your ass down to Gamuso. Gamuso is located in Asagaya. It's about 11 minutes from Shinjuku Station on the Chuo Line. Gamuso has weekly bands, weekly performances. And hell, if you got your own event and you want to hold it at Gamuso, we'd love to host you. So contact Gamuso at www.gamuso.com. art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what,
0: good man i'm ready to go i uh fucking poured myself a triple of whiskey and like yeah i'm like ready to fucking knock these news stories out all
1: right cool dude i just made the strongest white russian i've ever had and um it, I, I, I actually this one's weird because i mixed two different kinds of milk together because i ran out of one kind of milk and then i had the other kind of milk so one i think is like one percent or two percent the other one's like whole milk or something and they're two different companies i don't know man that's
0: weird.
1: Isn't that weird? That's fucking bizarre. Anyway, that's how I roll on a Friday night. By the way, faders, this is a Friday night. This is how we're rolling on a Friday night. White Russians in the news. All right, Tom, you ready for this first story?
0: I'm fucking ready.
1: Okay. Well, faders, because of the pink elephant in the room, we are scratching the bottom of the barrel with news stories. Okay, here we go. Man arrested for throwing a ceramic hot pot from a six-floor apartment. This story took place in Osaka. I used to do, yeah. Police in Osaka have arrested a 27-year-old male hairdresser on suspicion of violating the waste disposal law after he threw a ceramic hot pot weighing 1.2 kilograms from his sixth floor apartment in Naniwa Ward. Police said that Narito Ayone has denied the allegations and quoted him as saying, quote, hey, I don't know anything. I have nothing to say, end quote. Now, this guy has obviously been in the ring before. A neighbor contacted police earlier in the hours of April 13th and have said that broken television had been thrown through an apartment Oh, and through an apartment building's parking lot. Oh, this is written so fucked up. Oh, my God. Who does this? Okay. Is it one of those
0: like fucking wild ones? Oh my god. No, it's
1: it's just like it was written by like a twelve year old. Uh parking lot. Saninki Shimboom reported when police arrived on the scene, they found a damaged L C D TV in a DVD recorder. Around noon on Monday, the audio system was also discovered on the grounds. Police said Aniuo was arrested on April 14th after he threw a ceramic clay pot from a sixth-floor balcony at four fifty-five PM, which is kind of vod. Uh, surveillance camera footage showed him throwing the pot. Police said, you know, believed to have also thrown other appliances from his balcony. All right. You know what? A lot of people are going crazy right now because of the uh, coronavirus. And um, I think either this guy went crazy because he's just like stuck in his small little apartment. And he's got nothing to do. Or maybe because of the coronavirus, he can't work because nobody's going to their barber shop or hair salon. Right. So this guy, he's basically home. Mm. He's playing fucking online Mario Kart. Every single hour of every single day. And this guy's just going bonkers and shit. He's just playing this game, playing this game, playing this game, playing this game. But you know what? There's a lot of fucking cheats on these games, right? You're playing these games and stuff, and some sometimes people just have like some kind of like a cheating edge or whatever, and this guy keeps on losing race after race after race after race. This poor motherfucker can't win any races at all. So he starts going crazy with rage. So he starts off with his TV and he grabs his TV and throws it out the window. Sit Six floors down, smash, it crashes to a million pieces, but that's not enough to satisfy this guy's rage. Then he gets the microwave, the DVD player, the hair blow dryer. This guy's a hairdresser and they love hair blow dryers. This guy grabs the goddamn hair blow dryer and throws it out the window after he's like rolling around his head like it's a fucking lasso. Woo! And that motherfucker hits the street. But then, you know what? He throws the one last thing down. He gets greedy and he throws a ceramic pot out the window. Now, a ceramic pot, when that hits the ground, it's got a really, really kind of like high-tingy kind of sound. And that's when the neighbors draw the line. They're like, all right, this motherfucker, he crossed that line and we're calling the cops. Boom. Tom
0: Thoughts. Yeah, man, I, I I agree. I think I, I think this dude's just fucking bored. He's like, you know, he's fucking stuck at home. He ain't getting no fucking play. He's just bored out of his mind. He's like, fuck it, let me just chuck stuff out the balcony, right? And, 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 you know, fucking Osaka's in lockdown as well. So it's like, fuck it, man. It's, like, it's not like anybody's walking around outside. It's not like he's going to hit anybody.
1: You got a point there. Nobody's going to get hurt. But people and- are going to complain and call the coppers.
0: Yeah, yeah cuz of the noise complaint cuz like again you 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 do also have to keep like in mind your fucking your neighbors in mind though because like again like everyone's at home. They have nothing better to do than be like, "Ooh, I heard a strange noise." Oh, smack. Yep, that's oh, true. Fuck it. Well, because they have nothing better to do. Oh, no, definitely, definitely. That's exactly
1: what happened and stuff. But the thing is, I mean, this guy, I mean, he threw out all his forms of entertainment. He threw out, like, a fucking DVD player, a TV, an LCD TV player, a fucking all sorts of other shit and stuff. So this guy's basically shooting himself in the balls and shit, dude, because, I mean, dude, no TV, no DVD player, no hair blow dryer. This guy is just like... If he's going crazy now, just wait like two days. This guy is going to be going insane. And I'll tell you one thing. A lot of people are going insane right now. And the only people who aren't going insane right now, felons. All the felons in the world, they're like, bitch, we got this, man. I've been arrested. I've been in jail for 10 years. This is a piece of cake. Three months, give me
0: six months in the hole,
1: bitch. Boom.
0: Yeah, no shit. Like, yeah, fucking everybody who's locked up. is like, this is like. This probably doesn't affect fucking shit for them. They're just like, yeah, whatever. It's another day in the fucking pen, right?
1: Yeah. No, they're like, this is the day in the pen, but also I got (laughs) Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime. I got a big screen TV. I got all sorts of shit and I can drink. Yeah. I mean, fucking in the pen, they can drink too, but they got to drink that hooch.
0: Yeah. The fucking toilet wine or whatever. That's hooch. All right, Tom, your story. Uh, yeah, man. Actually, despite what you might think, I was a little bit worried about news because I was like, oh, fuck. Like, as, as you say, the pink elephant, blah, blah, blah. But I got lucky. I think, like, late last night and earlier today, a, a bunch of, like, a couple awesome news stories just graced my fucking screens. So, yeah, I'm, I'm good. Okie dokie. And go uh, oddly enough, yeah, I got three stories. Oddly enough, they all kind of go together nicely. So, let's uh, dive into the first one. A Japanese professor threatens students with expulsion for leaving the prefecture during the coronavirus crisis. Stay in Fukushima or else. Students have been warned. Ohu University, located in the town of Koryama, Fukushima Prefecture, offers courses in dentistry and pharmaceutical sciences that sort of educational focus, it's not surprising that the faculty would be particularly sensitive towards public health issues, and as a result, extra concerned about the ongoing coronavirus outbreak. Even still, 89 fourth-year students in the private university's dentistry department were startled when they read an email from one of the professors which included the following warning, please do not leave the Fukushima Prefecture between now and May 6th. If you are found to have left the prefecture, you will be expelled. End quote. Now, you know, oh, shit, she got real. Yeah, shit
1: got real. You know what the thing is about Fukushima? That's probably one of the prefectures that you really want to get out of because of all the radiation that's still there. <laughs> the, the high levels of people with cancer and shit right now. I mean, well, for the last like 10 years and shit, that's a prefecture you just don't want to be in. So being forced to stay there, I don't know, man. That's like playing
0: Russian roulette if you ask me. Yeah, no, man. See, this is the thing, man. Like Fukushima, because we we've done so many articles about that. With like, you know, because I obviously get fucked over by the massive three eleven earthquake. Yeah. Yeah, it's like fucking radiation. Like literally, they we've talked about this. They have like radioactive boars running around.
1: Oh, now it's not it's not just boars and shit. They got radioactive foxes, radioactive mice, radioactive rats and shit. They got all sorts of fucking radioactive shit there, dude. I would not go there if you paid me, dude. But then again, you need a job. So maybe you should go there and get
0: paid. (laughs) No no shit. Well, yeah, to be honest, like a couple of things. Yeah, I I have been up there. and uh, I volunteered before twice. So I have been up there and I've seen it. Yeah. But like you're right. Yeah. Fucking pretty much everything up there is radioactive. So, hey, bonus, you can save on power because like you don't need to turn the lights off because when it gets dark, everything glows in the dark. Right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Right, dude. Oh, man. All right. So basically, students have to stay there. And if they leave,
0: wait, this is a university, right? Yeah, this is well. This is uh, yeah. This is a university. You're right. It's uh, pharmaceutical and dentistry. And this is a, don't let's uh, l- let's stay true to the news though. Like it's only one professor that sent an email to like 89 of his students. So it's not like, this is not a school policy. Just so you know.
1: Oh, so basically they won't get expelled. They'll just get they'll just fail his class.
0: Yeah. Well, what well what let's read on. Find what, out.
1: What, what? Okay, yeah, read on.
0: Uh, it says he, he's a dentistry professor.
1: Yeah. But I mean, there's so many different kinds of dentistry. You know, I mean, there's like, well, isn't there? Isn't there like, it's like being a doctor, right? If you're a doctor, there's like a heart doctor. There's like an eye doctor, a skin doctor, and they all have technical names. I know faders. But the thing is, it's like a dentistry. I, wait, is does dentistry cover everything? Is there like certain kind of teeth specialists or some shit?
0: Uh, I don't know. I guess there's, well, I guess there's different kind of dentists because there's a regular dentist. You go through checkup and then there's the orthodontist, which is like the one that straightens your teeth with braces. Yeah, I don't know. You're asking, you're asking the wrong person. Okay. Hey, I think, I think you're overthinking yeah, your it. <laughs> it actually doesn't really give like too much more information about them. So yeah, let's just read on. Uh, the email was sent, uh, on April 10th, the first Friday following the start of classes in Ohio University for the new school year. The May 6th date seems to be in reference to the state of emergency announced uh, by the Japanese government for certain parts of the country on April 6th, which is tentatively scheduled to uh, last one month. However, the state of emergency has been declared for Tokyo and prefectures of Osaka, Kanagawa, Saitama, Chiba, Hyogo, and Fukuoka, none of which even border Fukushima. And while the students may have been studying dentistry, it doesn't require a master's degree in education to know that individual professors don't have the authority to unilaterally expel students.
1: Well, well, yeah, you know, that's just like uh, your
0: opinion, man. It's your opinion, man. I don't know, man. I'm too cool for the rules and too cool for school. Uh, Eventually, (laughs) word got back. (laughs) Uh, eventually, word got back around to Ohu Pro, University President uh, Kazuo Seino, who has since issued a statement refuting the threatening in the pres- professor's email. While the school has asked students to ter- voluntarily refrain from traveling to parts of Japan that are under the state of emergency and designation, it has no such policies confining students to the Fukushima prefecture. And Seino offered his apologies to students and their families for any fear or confusion the email have, may have caused.
1: Yeah, I know. I mean, those parents, they're, they're talking to this teacher. and They're like, hey, this isn't nom. This is bowling. They're rules. Yeah, no <laughs> shit, right? <laughs> uh, they're just coming
0: to me. They're just coming to me. All right. Well, that's pretty fucked up. Fuck this teacher. One more paragraph. One more paragraph. Okay, I promise okay. you. you per- I promise you, you personally will like this. Oh, I love and- anarchy. Okay. In explaining his actions, the professor, whose name has not been released, said, quote, As students of medicine, I wanted them to act responsibly, but I was not trying to say that they that, that I would have them expelled, end quote, which is precisely exactly what you did fucking say, dumbass. I'm sorry. Mm. That last part doesn't really mesh with the email straightforward. You will be expelled. But it does at least sound like the professor's intent was to use a scare tactic to keep students uh, local on their days off, not actually ruin anyone's academic career. Still, just like the boss who punched his employee in the face because he thought it would protect his other workers from the coronavirus, even if his heart is in the right place, he's going to have to find some other way to deliver his message.
1: (laughs) This aggression will not stand. Oh, man. Well, that's pretty fucked up, man. But the thing is, I mean, all right, all right. I agree because all these guys are – these kids are college kids, right? And all the college kids from all over the country are coming to where? Shibuya to party, to fucking meet girls, to get fucked up. They're all coming here and and shopping, of course. But the thing is just like, I mean – I think a lot of people in Tokyo are actually staying inside, but when you go to Shibuya, you see like fucking ten million people. They are from all over Japan and shit, dude. They are they aren't the kids from like I don't know, like a Ginza or Ueno or fucking all the other other areas of like uh, Tokyo.
0: Have Have you been outside recently? I haven't
1: been outside in like a month.
0: You want to see my okay, gut? Dude. Hmm. Um, dude, okay, so like I was in Kabuki Cho and I was in uh fucking what the I fuck was in Shibuya and, I told you I had to go to government offices. Well this I won't tell the whole story because it's fucking boring and dumb. All but right, essentially like
1: all right, all right, you're in Kabuki well, Cho. Okay, 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 What happened?
0: Oh, I, I had to run around and fucking, you know, consult the government. I got sent every fucking which way. I literally got sent to five fucking different places because I got uh, bad information. But, yeah, I did have legitimate reasons for being both in Kabuki-cho and Shibuya. Mind you, during the day, dude, it is fucking surreal because it's all fucking dead. Is like, it really? Ha- half of, like, yeah, dude. Thank God. About read, a week yeah, ago, dude, it's it was fucking, full of yeah, like, people and shit. There, like, like, fucking, you, you, I, walked, I walked through kabuki Cho, like, fucking hardly anybody's on the streets. The fucking... A giant building, the Toei Theater with a giant Godzilla on top of it. All that shit shut down.
1: Nice. The shit Thank fucked God. down. Dude, a week ago, fucking everybody's taking photos of fucking Shibuya and all over the place and shit. And there's like tons of fucking people. People are taking pictures of people on the train and shit. The trains are all packed and stuff. So one week later, which is now today, the whole city's a ghost town. Thank God, dude. Actually, that's the best news I've heard. Show's over, faders. That's all we need to know. Oh, yeah, man. Fucking Tom, thank you for telling me that and shit because fucking about a week ago and shit, it was completely the opposite situation. I, I guess there was people all over the place and Shibuya. So now if there's nobody around, dude, I'm fucking so happy to hear that.
0: Yeah, dude. Same, same as Shibuya and like fucking Hachiko crossing, literally the busiest street crossing in the world. We've talked about this before. We're like, uh, you know, on a busy day, that like more than three million people will cross that street. I was there, like, I don't know, in the afternoon, man. Fuck all people, dude. Good. Like, everybody. Like, not not only that, that but means like, more yeah, more people I are
1: listening to the podcast.
0: Yeah, and the, not only that, man, but like again, social distancing. So everybody walks up to the fucking line, you know, and everybody you know keeps their distance from the other people, which is actually is actually doable. I never thought I'd see this fucking day when that fucking crossing was that dead. But yeah,
1: wow, that's great. Yeah. Well, nobody wants to walk around you anyway. So, all right, moving on to the next story. All right, <laughs> hey Tom, what's up? Never trust a junkie. Here we go. Record 700 kilograms of cocaine seized at Yokohama port. About 700 kilograms of cocaine with an estimate street value of 14 billion yen. I wonder what street that is was seized by custom authorities from a cargo on a ship dock in Yokohama Port earlier this year. Sources close to the matter said Wednesday. The amount believed to be the country's largest cocaine haul on the record is nearly double the approximately 400 kilograms discovered last October in a shipping container in Kobe Port, West Japan. Wow, Japanese, they love to party these days. Disco nights. Local custom authorities suspect the large international smuggling syndicate was involved and are investigating the matter on suspicion of violating of custom laws. I think they broke a whole shitload of laws, dude, not just custom laws. I think there's like, (laughs) I think bringing cocaine into Japan is like the first law that they broke. I mean, custom, like, hey, this coke wasn't declared. (laughs) They should have declared it. Then it would have been okay, right? (laughs) (laughs) The cocaine, which was hidden in a shipping container housing boxes of bananas and other items, was discovered by the customs (laughs) officer in late March to early April this year. According to the sources, despite questioning by custom officials, crew members of the ship have denied involvement in the smuggling, says their lawyers. (laughs) The custom authorities suspect the cocaine (laughs) may have arrived in Yokohama by mistake. Of course it's by mistake. After the smugglers <laughs> failed to retrieve the drugs that were loaded on the ship while it was overseas. So basically what happened was this the shipment came to Japan and it was just full of bananas and cocaine and the fucking drug dealers forgot to pick up the fucking drugs. You know what I think? Yep, it's official. The coronavirus has officially fucked up every single business under the sun. Even Scarface himself is staying inside. Dude, he's like, ah, oh, fuck drugs. How many kilos? 700? Psh, fuck that. He's staying inside, too.
0: Oh, man. Dude, there's, there's a lot to fucking unpack here. But, yeah, maybe they were just mistakenly left there and somebody's like, Jesus Christ, 700 fucking kilos of coke, man. It's like I was thinking, wow. Do Japanese party that much? I mean, I know people are fucking bored. Dude, I weigh, dude, Tom, cars, Tom, so. I
1: weigh like 50 kilos or something, right? So my body yeah. is 50 kilos. So that right there, do you know how many Johnnies that is? That's eight. That's a lot of fucking Johnnies. Could you imagine the world with eight Johnnies? That's a lot of Johnnies worth of cocaine.
0: Oh wait, so sorry. No, I did. I did that wrong. That, that was completely fucked up. That's fourteen fucking johnnies. Oh, that's literally. too many johnnies.
1: <laughs> too, many too many johnnies. Funny. Oh I man, uh,
0: god, one is too many, man. I'm oh sorry. god,
1: one is too many. Yeah, I agree. But the thing is, man, Jesus Christ, dude, fucking seven hundred kilograms of blow, and the fucking dealers are fucking. They're like, I ain't going outside. Fuck this coronavirus bullshit. We'll take the hit.
0: Fucking <laughs> oh, <my laughs> god, seven hundred kilos. Jesus Christ, and banana. In banana fucking crazy. Dude, list.
1: fourteen billion yen. Dude, that's like a a hundred and forty million dollars. Isn't that? That's like hundred and forty million dollars. hey
0: hundred forty fucking million, dude. Jesus, man.
1: Hey, Tom, you need a job, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, there you go, right.
1: <laughs> so you want to get rich or really rich? <laughs> I think go. we're all in the wrong job. Oh my god, podcasting doesn't sure. pay shit. By the way, thank you to all the Patreon guys out there. Mwah. You guys save us. Especially Tom now. Tom, you're getting the lion's share this week. Um, holy shit, dude. Oh my god, this story is just absolutely insane. It, we rarely do any kind of drug stories on the show because it's just always the same fucking thing. It's just like... Businessman got busted, celebrity got busted, this person, that person got busted, and it makes the news, it's in all the newspapers, but it's just boring shit, and that shit happens all over the world. So it's pointless for us to fucking cover that shit. And yeah, 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 people have been nagging my ball saying, Johnny, why don't you cover this shit and stuff? Fucking Aoyomi, she's a really famous actress. I'm like, dude, only people in Japan know about Aoyomi that got busted for stimulants and shit, and nobody gives a fuck, right? But something like this, dude, I'm just like, dude, 700 kilograms, that's fucking a lot. That's like fourteen yeah, Johnnies.
0: No, <laughs> uh, no, no, I agree with you. Like it, it's it's a fucking dumb story because like also like yeah, it's like oh my god, some A-list like celebrity who's stupidly fucking wealthy got busted partying with coke or fucking ecstasy or whatever the fucking poison of choice is. Like yeah, it's 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 a fucking dumb story. It's like yeah, rich people that have got a lot, lot of time and money on their hands like to fucking party. Yeah,
1: Ooh, yeah, definitely. Oh my
0: god, what a fucking you know what a fucking concept mind blown yeah. yeah but like, the thing is you really it's, it's pretty dumb no but we, it... we have covered a couple though i think we, we we did cover a couple i think we covered one maybe two i want to say two years ago with those fucking poppers that were supposed to give you like you know it's supposed to make sex awesome those got banned because people were dying i think uh some celebrity got, got busted with them we covered that because it's got the sexual component it was kind of interesting but yeah past that like yeah they're dumb
1: Oh, yeah, they're like the, the, the roofie drugs, whatever. But, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. faders in Japan don't fuck with anything except for alcohol. Alcohol is in abundance, and it's cheap, dude. Fucking, dude. I made a fucking Godzilla size of a white Russian. It's like a fucking two shots of vodka. It's one shot of Kahlua. And it's two different kinds of milk plus ice and shit. And it's in a fucking big gold fucking cup, right? You know what? If I got that cup at any bar in Japan, it would cost me at least like 30 bucks, right? But I made it in my own home. And guess what it cost me? Next to nothing, dude. Because buying booze in the bottle in Japan is cheap as fuck. All right. And that's how we roll. Tom, your story.
0: Yeah, man. So, uh, yeah. So, last uh, in the last story that I have, like I said, I, all these stories do go together. In the last story, we were talking about, ooh, kids might get expelled. So that's like what that's what happens when your professor's a dick. Let's read on and find and find out of a school that's got cool rules.
1: Oh my God, I'm hot for the teacher.
0: Yeah, here we go. Uh, Japanese all-girls schools, startling advice for girls whose boyfriends don't want to strap on. Oh, my God.
1: Wait, wait, strap strap. on. So what, were they putting on dildos? Like, hey, if your boyfriend doesn't want to strap on a dildo, you've got problems. The more you know. Sorry,
0: Sorry, it came out the wrong way, but like, sorry, strap up.
1: That's what she said.
0: (laughs) Uh, Impactful lesson leaves a deep impression. Dun-dun-dun. There's a certain popular image of all girls schools in Japan, a long story tradition of academic excellence where young ladies greet each other with baroquely courteous Gokigen, yo, good day, and spend their days studying under a school motto that, that includes a call for virtuous chastity. And indeed, the all girls Japanese Twitter user at uh, Nonamed, a attended uh sorry attended ticket ticked all the boxes that doesn't mean it was an institution where natural healthy urges were something that hand-wringing teachers urged the pupils to repress however as a student recently shared a surprising story, story from the school's sex ed program okay here's this is a direct quote from the sex ed program these uh, ladies are, these young ladies are being taught um It's probably because I went to an all girls high school, but in sex education, part of the health class, I think the most practical thing they taught us was, quote, if by some term of events, your boyfriend should be at your bedside and have a certain hardened something prepared, grab it in your hand. If he refuses to put a condom on it, hit him, run away and never speak to him again. End quote.
1: Wait, that's so that's, that's what you're supposed to do. Like, if a guy's like, nine nah, using a jimmy, you're supposed to punch him in the face, run away, and never talk to him again.
0: That's effective. You know that, that's, like, yeah, pretty hardcore. Okay, it's worth noting that the teacher didn't uh, specify where to hit a boyfriend who was wanting to dive in without the proper attire, uh, leaving if your boyfriend won't strap up, you punch him right in the junk as a possible interpretation.
1: I agree, interpreted- I
0: agree. Yeah.
1: But the thing is, I mean, they uh-huh. should be talking
0: about that shit before they start fucking, right? Yeah, it's the same same shit, dude. Like, yeah, they fucking tried to scare us. It's like, oh my god, if you have sex once without a condom, you're gonna get AIDS. That was like pretty much how it was, how sex had worked when I was a kid. Because you know, we're fucking basically the same age. Oh yeah, same generation. Please read on, Tom. Okay. Commenters were impressed with the straightforward, no-nonsense approach taken by uh, this young lady's teacher. And some also passed along frank advice they received from their own classes. Such an impactful lesson. They should teach this to kids in all schools. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, Okay, yeah, I'm just going to read the last one. Okay, quote, my teacher told us if a guy is telling you to just take birth control pills, dump him. Okay, that's that's fair. (laughs) Uh, All right. Uh the young lady went on to share other pearls of wisdom from her sex ed class, such as, quote, a lot of boys who are your age don't know how to properly put on a condom, so you need to learn how to do it. And if a guy isn't willing to spring for a hotel room, dump him. <laughs> this is this in their sex this is awesome, I love this. <laughs> that might all seem surprisingly open for a school with a call for quote unquote chastity in its motto. But once again, the faculty had an enlightened attitude about this virtue. When asked, the student replied that the vice principal informed students that, quote, chastity is not dating more than one person at a time, nor dating someone who's also dating someone else, and moving on to your next love after you break up with someone uh, uh, until a reasonable amount of time has passed. Showing that just because a school has a long history doesn't mean that its thinking has to be outdated so, what do you
1: think about this? Oh, uh, dude, I'm actually really happy about this because the thing is, a lot of Japanese schools, uh, most public schools, do not have like a real health class. You know, health class is like putting on a bandage if you got cut or something or CPR. A lot of like uh, Japanese schools still don't even talk about sex or sex education. They leave that to the family. But Japanese families are so prude usually that they don't even talk about that to their kids. So usually, a lot of young kids just basically learn about fucking sex just by, you know, A, watching pornos or B, fucking, or pornos, the internet or just talking to their friends and A, B, and C above, that's all just bad, bad information so for a school to actually be there and be like hey listen, alright, fucking, this is 2020, this is no longer fucking 1995, we're gonna teach you everything about this kind of shit, how to say no, if some guy's trying to fucking like not use a rubber just where to punch him or just where to bite on his neck and shit to rip on. As jugular we're gonna teach you everything we're gonna give you a black belt and fucking sex education i'm really happy that the school system's actually doing this they're doing something because most school systems don't do shit so this right here is a fucking great thing for them to be doing for these young girls and shit and i think i think all schools all over the world should be teaching this shit because fucking dude having kids that are unwanted is never a good idea i mean look at you yeah <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: Thanks, thanks Johnny by, by the way that was a, That was a fucking wanted child and that was Fucking planned that took fucking longer than it should have But anyway yeah. no, but like, no I agree I think this is all fucking great advice This is like good straightforward no nonsense Bullshit these uh, nice Young ladies and like yeah man Like you know if your partner fucking says you gotta wear A condom like wearing condoms is good practicing, practicing safe sex is good And if your partner says like you know Your potential partner says you know you gotta strap up Then you gotta respect that man Yep, dude. The dude abides. Yeah. All right, man. Next story. I got a question for you. Like anything weird cuz like you know you know it's like how do you say like when you agree to get freaky with somebody you both got to kind of fucking agree on shit. But uh, yeah, if you ever anything and any girls asked you like weird stuff like that they wanted you to do otherwise like sex wasn't going to happen? What? Like pee in their mouth? Yeah, anything anything like that? Anything like you personally?
1: Tom, we do not have enough time on this show for me to talk about my sex life, all right? We do not have the time. That's gonna be a whole fucking Sega of fucking shows. So if you want me to crack open that book and shit, dude, we're definitely gonna all do right. that for the Patreon maybe, people.
0: Maybe, maybe. What? All right, okay, man. Okay, I mean, yeah, but I think I think it's overall it's fucking good. I just like I heard one of my friends one time, like, he uh he picked up a girl in a bar and like she wanted she wanted him to wear her uh, bra and panties while, while he fucked her. And he was like, no. And she, she was insisting on it. So he, wanted, he basically wound up just like walking away and going, I, I can't fucking do this. This is too weird.
1: Oh, dude, that's tame. If she was hot, I would have done it. Okay, moving on to number three. Well, I... three for me. All right, this is actually right, my last for... story. All right. Okay. Hey, Tom, have you ever seen the movie Internal Affairs with Richard Gere?
0: I mm, don't think so.
1: Oh, God, dude. It was one of his best performances. Internal Affairs is a great movie. It's not as good as Bad Lieutenant, but it's pretty good. Anyway, this movie episode has this story. Here we go. <clears throat> this story took place in Tokyo. <laughs> oh, my God. This story. Dude, the person that wrote this story misspelled Tokyo. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god who the fuck everything. translates these fucking stories they should be fired no 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 don't fire them because i love this i love how fucked up these stories are written okay this they, story should, is be
0: written. they fact, should be they promoted and they should be promoted
1: police officer fired for bag snatching this story took place in Tok, Tok. The Tokyo Metropolitan Police Department has fired a 29-year-old police sergeant for snatching the bag of a woman as she walked along the street in Tokyo. Police said the officer who who worked in the Human Resources Department, Office jockey, has admitted to the charge and said that he was in debt from playing Dun-dun-dun, Pachinko. This police officer is in so much shit from playing pachinko where he had to snatch fucking bags. This is hilarious, dude. Absolutely hilarious. Do you know what's going to happen when Tokyo opens up these fucking mega casinos in two years? Dude, there's a lot of degenerates that are going to go fucking mayhem, dude. We're going to have to have at least 14 shows a fucking week to keep up with all the fucking stories we're going to have to fucking cover if that shit happens or when that shit happens. Moving on. According to police, the unnamed suspect approached the woman from behind in Tokyo's Fuchu City on the night of February 4th. He snatched her bag containing 40,000 yen, a.k.a. $400. In March, he was arrested for theft. However, criminal charges were dropped by the prosecutors um, and now he is fired. Pretty much. Yeah, dude, this cop, dude, I don't know. I, I can't imagine anybody stealing purses. To pay off a debt. I mean, because, well, a lot of people don't carry that much money in their purse these days. A lot of people just pay for everything with cards, right? So for this guy to think it's a great idea to mm-hmm. steal his purses, that's fucking insane.
0: And he's a cop. And then again, if he's a he was cop. desperate. He was desperate, dude. Come on.
1: Oh my god, we're playing pachinko.
0: We're not talking talking about a fucking criminal mastermind here. We was fucking desperate because like, you know, some of those leg breakers that are probably missing fingers were probably looking for him. Like, you know, he, he had to fucking pay up or get his you know kneecap broken or some shit.
1: Oh shit. Oh, you think well it says pachinko. Oh, okay, okay. Let's read between the lines. He told his boss he had pachinko debts. Now pachinko is legal. So maybe this guy was playing some underground pachinko with some people he probably shouldn't have. And, yeah, now you're right. Yeah. Now I can see why he really fucking – he was at the end of his line and fucking, yeah, he was stealing fucking purses and shit. But this guy's a fucking
0: cop. How did he get busted? See, there's there's a couple of holes in the story. You just fucking pointed that out. He ain't a cop. He's a fucking desk jockey, dude. But no, dude,
1: he's, yeah, he's fucking a desk jockey. But still, he's a fucking police officer. He's working in human resources, right? He's got a badge. He's got a gun. And he has all the resources. He is human resources. He has all the resources to know where the cameras are, how, where the fucking police boxes are. When's the best time? Where's the best location to fucking commit any kind of crime in the fucking city and shit? This guy literally has the keys to the city. And he's got a badge with a gun. So fucking, yeah, for this guy actually, to get busted.
0: Actually, no, no, no. Actually, I want to go back to that point, though. Um, Actually, he's a desk jockey, so actually he probably doesn't have a gun. A. <clears throat> B, though, like, you actually just pointed something out. Like, he's a desk jockey. Why doesn't he just, like, fucking, you know, borrow the keys and see that, you know, some stuff goes missing from the evidence locker or some shit? Oh,
1: shit. Yeah, dude. Fucking, he could be selling guns in the like, black like, market well, or some shit.
0: No, well, think about it. Let's go back to your fucking previous story. They just like cops just nabbed seven hundred fucking kilos of coke. Dude, dude, oh my god! All right, if this cop, if this cop didn't get
1: busted for stealing that purse, maybe there'd be a recap story saying, "Oh, we made a mistake. There's actually six hundred and fifty kilos that were found." <laughs> we counted ah, and we noticed that. Ah, ah. Uh, yeah, fifty kilos disappeared. Oh man! But anyway, dude, fucking cops causing crimes. Oh shit!
0: <clears throat> that's why there yeah. is
1: internal affairs. Yeah, there you go. All right, so sure. fucking that was my story. That was a that was a roller coaster, a Humpty Dumpty. All right, man, what do you got? What's your last story?
0: My last story. Like I said, uh, all three of my stories go together nicely. today. So uh, last, uh first two were about education. The last one said, ladies, make sure your boyfriend straps it on. But uh, I say straps on the Goodyear, the Jimmy, on his Jimmy hat. Um, here's what happens if you don't do that. <clears throat> this is a in a suitcase in Nagoya. Yo, you broke up. One more time. So, woman arrested for leaving fetus in suitcase in Nagoya. Q. Whoa, what? Yeah, I know, right? I was like, did you, did you, did you catch that? I was, wait- and that's why I paused a little bit because I was waiting for your reaction. Like, I'll read it again. Woman arrested for leaving fetus in suitcase in Nagoya.
1: She left a fetus in a suitcase in Nagoya holy shit, Tom, I've lost some shit. I've forgotten some things in my time, but I've never forgotten a fetus. (laughs) Oh my God. In a suitcase? Goddamn
0: fetuses. Yeah, fucking goddamn fetuses. Wake up, you don't know where the fuck it is.
1: Wait, 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 wait. Is the translation fucked up? Is it like a baby in a suitcase or is it actually a fetus?
0: I assure you the translation is not. Not fucked up. She left a fetus in a suitcase.
1: Oh shit! We're really? we're ending the show on a dark note, faders. Oh man, I hope you're drinking as much as we are. <laughs> oh god, read on, dude. Oh, geez. The dude does not abide oh, yeah. for this story. <laughs>
0: once, once, once again, once again, I want to reiterate, young ladies, once again, make sure your partner wears a condom so this doesn't happen to you. Yeah, Jesus. Uh, A 20-year-old woman was arrested on Sunday on suspicion of abandoning a fetus in a travel bag in front of a nightclub in Nagoya, police said.
1: Uh,
0: Haruka Kaneko told the police she had become pregnant through a uh, 22-year-old employee of a host club, an establishment that provides male companions to female customers, and had had an abortion last December. She kept the fetus of the child at her home and hinted to the man about abandoning it, according to police. The two had lived together until the start of this year. Kaneko, who had worked in a, re- who worked in a restaurant, has admitted, admitted to the allegation that she abandoned the fetus in a bag near the entrance of a club in Naka Ward. A judicial ob- autopsy showed that the fetus had been aborted at around five months old and that it was difficult to detect the child's sex.
1: What, dude? That's crazy! Oh my god, dude, that's fucked up. So the baby was dead. This is a dead fetus, right? So fucking.
0: Baby, baby was never alive. Was fucking aborted. And like, why would you do this? I, I, get, I, I get it. I get it. I get it. Like, she's twenty years old. She got pregnant. She didn't want the baby. She wanted an abortion. I get that. I understand. Why would you want to keep the fucking fetus in your fucking fucking home? Or, Why? Or in
1: a suitcase? Why? Where was she so going many with
0: it? Was she
1: returning it to the guy, being like, "Oh uh, yeah, you forgot this inside me"?
0: Well, here's the, here's the thing. This is like this is just this is like a little like a, just a couple sentences. What like maybe a dozen sentences about this? We don't know the details, but I think uh, again, uh, if you want to read between the lines, I think we can kind of infer. So blah blah blah. Twenty year old gets knocked out by a host boy. Uh, says like they were living together. Okay, so maybe maybe they had kind of a serious relationship. It says it's hinted like they were living together until earlier this year. And then he obviously moved out because like, obviously this bitch is crazy and she's keeping the fucking dead fetus of the kid. They had boarded in the home. Oh God. And, maybe she's and,
1: like interested in voodoo or something.
0: Yeah. Or, or that, or like what I think she did, is I think like she got pissed, like the dude knocked her up and like, she she's obviously batshit crazy again. She kept a five month year old fetus, a, a, a five month aborted fetus just sitting around in her fucking apartment this dude obviously had enough. So he moved out. So it was abandoned in a club. Read between the lines, dude. She would hinted she might do this before. She did this. She probably just fucking left the fucking fetus, like, right in front of the club that this dude works at. As, like, you know, to get back at him or whatever. Whatever going through this Was there, like, a mind.
1: note on the loose suitcase that said, like, it's your time to babysit? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going for shopping, shopping for milk. You take care of the kid.
0: take care of the kid kid while i'm out oh my god
1: dude this is fucking wait 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 a second We... we didn't even cover this shit okay what kind of a fucking
0: abortion company lets you keep the fetus I don't know, dude. i have It's not like I've had an abortion. Like, why are you asking me? Wait,
1: I, I didn't even know if that's an option. Like, if, when you're sitting there in the fucking clinic and shit, is there, like, a form that says, would you like to keep the fetus or would you like to keep – I mean –
0: Yeah, I, do you fucking send it home in a fucking pickle jar? Why Why the fuck not?
1: Oh, God, dude. that That story is pretty fucking gnarly on all different levels. Oh, God. Well, right? this is what happens like, when you fuck a stranger in the ass, Larry.
0: <laughs> yeah. pretty much but yeah dude it's just like there's a lot going on here man i, I really wish this would have been a little, little bit like longer articles so we could get uh maybe some illuminations on these details but yeah it's just it's just wild so once again young ladies please make sure your your partner wears a jimmy hat
1: definitely wear no, a jimmy I don't wear a coat tom you should definitely wear two jimmies everybody should wear a jimmy i'm wearing a jimmy right now yo faders Right now, I just want to say thank you very much for tuning into this very special episode of Got Faded Japan. All our episodes are special. Tom, what do you have in mind for the next special episode?
0: Ooh, I got a couple. We're going to, have to discuss this off the air, but, like, there's... Oh, a, come on. I found... What's that? Oh, right uh, now, right now, give it to me. There's no secrets with the faders. Okay, possible ideas. I found two Black Widow Uh Sorry, two, ugh, I can't even fucking speak right. Two Black Widow Killers...
1: Ooh,
0: love the Black Widow. From 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 fairly modern times over the next couple of decades. Uh, another one I really like is I found uh, basically a Japanese Robin Hood. A Japanese Robin Hood? What? Yeah. Like wait, a, wait. How old is oh, his
1: story? Is it from the Edo time period? Uh,
0: uh, I fucking Edo. Uh, I want to say Edo, but I could be I could be wrong. But yeah, but he's like a folk hero from like a hundred, couple hundred years ago. Okay, yeah, that's so cool. Like, yeah, basically, basically, he's like fucking Robin Hood. It's nice. pretty dope. And, nice. All right, cool. Oh, and the and um, the last one I suggested was Sada Abe, and I was thinking about discussing the their the next major crime that happened maybe 10 years after she did her shit oh god i would love to hear that one
1: okay do that one <laughs> first and then after that then we'll do something else and shit And i'm going to read some more creepypasta and shit by the <laughs> way faders i hope you really enjoyed that creepy pasta. that was a lot of fun
0: i enjoyed it it was good man it was uh, good nothing time. wrong we can't yeah there's, there's there's no reason we can't dip into something like you know the folk tales and mythology and whatnot
1: Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. All right, faders. Well, thank you very much for tuning into this very special episode of Got Faded Japan. The dude abides. Hey, Tom. Eight-year-olds, dude. Eight-year-olds. Ah, another line. Oh, all right. Um, Definitely sign up for the Patreon if you guys are interested in supporting the show. That's the best way to do it. Tom has no job. Tom right now is jobless. Hopefully you get some money from the government, Tom. I, I got my fingers crossed, my dick is crossed for good luck in you. So hopefully that works out. Um, but yeah, theaters, if you want to support us or support the show, definitely go to Patreon. We got tons of stuff there that is great for you. Um, we got drunk talks, we got bonus shows, bonus interviews, all of the above, uh, pornography, this and that. Or whatever. It's great. It's great and it supports us and it keeps the show going and stuff. So if you can do that, please do that. If times are hard, if times are tight, don't worry about it and stuff. We don't want to put you guys on edge so definitely uh in that case go to the itunes and uh give us a five star review and write something groovy you can write anything you want but just write something groovy five stars the doodabites and um on that note tom you got anything else to say
0: yeah again don't forget the fake and facebook page dude oh shit yeah We're dude both- you've been finding that up We're posting multiple times a day. If you guys want something to do, if you want to like a little bit, little laugh, you know, scroll through and see some of the bullshit we're posting. It's fun. It's easy. It costs you nothing.
1: That's right. And
0: Facebook and Instagram. Also, also don't be afraid to mail us like to reach out. Like, don't be afraid to fucking like, you know, comment or like, you know, fucking on the pictures or whatever. It's fine. Mm -hmm. Okay, dude, we're doing this for you because, yeah. We're doing this to, like, show our support because, like, we realize just like us, a lot of people are, like, you know, they've hit hard times and they're fucking stuck at home and they're fucking bored. So, like, we're trying to do our part, like, you know, to make sure everything keeps moving around. That's it.
1: Yep, that's it. Oh, shut the fuck up, Donnie. Peace. Bye-bye.
0: Goddamn shit sucking vampire. Ooh, you eat oh, you wait till mom finds out, buddy. I've got a government job to abuse and
1: a lonely wife to fuck.
0: As far back as I can remember, I
1: always wanted to be a gangster.
0: Huh? God, the pressure! I can't take it! Oh. I can't take it! I can't stand to it! <laughs> you sure I should do this, man? We're good! came we saw we kicked his ass your move creep oh man i will never forgive your ass for this shit this is some fucked up repugnant shit
1: yeah fuck it dude let's go bold